Hi and welcome back to another episode and today's topic is going to be um, superstitions from around the world. So in this episode, first of all, happy Saturday to all of you. For those that are listening to this episode on a Saturday, happy Saturday. And yesterday, it was Friday, so yesterday, Friday, I made, I made a part one to uh, my like spooky uh, spooky um, episode and it's gonna be a part two of like other like superstitions and um, it's gonna be a part two spooky episode for Halloween consistent since it's the month of October that's what I'm gonna be sharing and talking about today in the episode of today so I sound maybe a bit weird I don't know for you guys because my throat really really hurts i have like a sore throat i have a runny nose i have a little a little cold a little cold so hopefully it will go away soon because i do not want to be sick i really don't want to be sick but you know that's life it happens as i always mentioned life is full of surprises and you know things can change in an instant as i always mentioned here on the Naomi show so I will begin so let's do it okay so the first superstition that a lot of us heard was let's see oh okay the first one is knocking on wood so in the Indo-European Celtic or possibly British so basically they're saying that to knock on wood uh, means the actual origin and even meaning of the phrase are as varied as the culture which uses it with some suggestion roots in the Indo-European or Celtic beliefs. So one second guys, I not like the background music. So we're just gonna change it. Okay. So they're saying that uh, that spirits are good and bad resident in trees who could be either called upon for protection or chased away by knocking on their homes and other particularly Christians. So likely the practice to the magical power of the wooden crucifix, most likely among the differences theory historians have attributed the superstition to the 19th the 19th century British children game called Tingy Touchwood, in which young players claim immunity from being tagged by touching the nearest piece of wood. So adults pick up on the habit of the phrase, the British still, still say, touch wood today, and the rest is history. Okay, so if I understand clearly, touch wood basically means... Um, Touch wood. So players claim immunity from being tagged by touching the nearest piece of wood. Interesting. Okay, that's a very that's a very good one. I'm honestly I like that one. Not not too scary, honestly. It's not too scary. I thought it was gonna be like a scary one, but that's good, that's good. I like that one. Next one is throwing salt over your shoulders. So European Christian ancient Romans. Perhaps the most common superstition, at least in West, involves tossing salt 
over one's shoulders. So the superstitions are also involve the idea of warning off like evil spirit. Uh, for example, like the knocking on wood, the first one I read, it's to also um, wander off evil, you know, spirits. In this case, the devil himself in Leonardo da Vinci, The Last Supper, Jesus portrayed portrayer Judas Iscariot. <laughs> what did I say? Anyways, Judas, <laughs> sorry, is portrayed as having accidentally spilled salt since Judah was associated with doing something bad. The argument goes that facto, so was salt and throwing it over your shoulder would blind the devil waiting there okay that kind of makes sense it's not supposed to make sense it's a superstition so i'm not gonna try it i'm not gonna try to make it you know make sense the next one is walking under a ladder so this is a european christian possibly egyptian um that I, that i think many of us heard uh not you know nobody should walk under a ladder it's like the most popular superstition so basically they're saying that the superstition is not wanting to walk under a ladder also has roots in christian symbol holy trinity of the father the son and the holy spirit led to association to the number three with something secret secret the triangle with its three sides came to be regarded as scared as hell <coughs> and a ladder of course forms a triangle sorry guys so naturally to walk under the ladder would be destroyed the sanctity of the trinity and tooth in core punishment okay the next one is basically they're saying that the ladder resemblance to a gallo also didn't help matters nor did the fact of the obvious danger of something falling from it finally the egyptian apparently thought that one might accidentally spot a god going up or down the ladder so it so they avoided it must have made building all those tall pyramids pyramids difficult that is not a lie next one is broken mirror this one is obviously very popular so ancient greek roman and european so the belief that a broken mirror brings bad luck mostly had its origin in a simple fact that the reflection of ourselves are uncanny and often un unnerving particularly on a bad hair day so humans have long had bad association with them take for example the greek myth of narcissus or the idea that crack and mirror would somehow break its charm or trap one soul so they're also saying that would bring like seven years of bad luck since it was believed that only poor health would cause a mirror to crack and the number seven was seen by the Romans as the number of years required to complete a full life cycle of sickness and renewal. So as a result, a broken mirror meant you were headed towards death, uh, a death spiral that might take seven years to pull yourself out of it. Next is spot on a crack, break your mother's back. So, sorry, <laughs> I said stop. Step on a crack, break your mother's back. So it's an African and European uh, folk row. So they're saying another superstition involving folk lore. Folk <laughs> I cannot anymore. I cannot spell like I cannot pronounce words. Uh, folk core. 
right? How do you pronounce this? Oh my god. How do you pronounce this word? Let's see, how do you, how does Google? Oh. So this is in French, folklore. Folklore. <laughs> so here they're saying, they continue, they're saying so, um, involving something cracked or broken, being associated with bad luck. So the superstition of stepping on a crack as foretelling or even causing harm to a family member as with mirrors cracks in the earth on a sidewalk or almost anywhere has been seen as portal in like another supernatural world. Next one is Lucky Penny. So it's an ancient Roman and English American superstition. So the idea that finding a penny would bring good luck also originated in folks' belief. In this case, based on the idea that metal, regarded by many ancient cultures as quite valuable, was sent by the gods to protect those who they favored. Lucky Horseshoe. So this is ancient Roman, Celtic, British, European. Another object commonly thought to be lucky in the horseshoe, earliest origin of the horseshoe function as good luck charm, reside in its volvo shape as the invocation of the pagan pagan moon goddess diana and her wow and her secret vulva <coughs> okay uh, as with pennies metal being seen as both valuable magical iron it particularly was thought by early europeans as something capable of warding off evil spirits as with the romans and the lucky numbers seven horseshoe frequently featured seven male holes so it's most it's famous story and it brings good luck however it refers to the story of saint dustin who apparently worked as a blacksmith prior to attaining sainthood the story goes that one day the evil rode into the dustin shop requesting new shoes for his horse. So Dustin, recognizing the devils, played it off as rather than nailing the shoes to the horse, nailing onto the devil's foot. Next one is Friday the 13th. I'm sure we all heard of this superstition. So it's a European Christian um, superstition. So like the number seven for the Romans um, has been a very like, you know, lucky number. Uh, the number 13 is rather unlucky. The number 12 has frequently been seen as positive because 12 months of the years and 12 sign of the zodiac, for example, 12 days of Christmas and 12th tribe of, of Israel. Naturally making the in its nearest neighbor neighboring number to the north negative. So basically they're saying that 13 is also seen as unlucky because once again, the great portrayer Judas was the 13th member of the dinner party that led to Christ's crucifixion. Crucifixion? Crucifixion. I cannot, I cannot. How do I not know how to say this? Crucify. Anyways, I'm gonna figure that out. Okay, 
I know in French the word, but what's it? What's in English? How do you even say it? Crucifixion. Crucifixion. Why is it in French though? Crucifixion. Anyways, so that was the day where, you know, Jesus Christ got crucified. Um, he really couldn't catch a break, they're saying. So, of October 1307, King Philip of France was arrested and put to death a hundred of the Templar knights. So, that's why on the 13th, it's like bad luck because a lot of things happened on that day. Yeah. Obviously, the next one is very common, very popular, the black cats. So, it's a European uh, superstition. So, they're saying that... Oh, I lost it. Uh, they're saying, though cats have often been associated with good luck rather than its opposition, than its opposite, what am I saying? Or even worship as God in ancient Egypt. Things took a turn for the worse for our dark-colored felon friends, sometimes around the Dark Ages, when in 1232, at a papal bull by Pope declared that an incarnation of Satan. So you're saying that the black cat is like, reincarnated as an evil you know the evil devil satan uh the next one is fingers crossed western european pagan and christian so being uh good luck comes from pre-christian times in western europe when the practice of making a cross with your own and the index finger of another person was fought to concentrate the force of good spirit and seal a pact of wish with a fellow crosser Next one is chewing gum at night. This is a turkey, um, turkey like superstition. Have you ever had irrational fear of accidentally consuming dead flesh? Well, in Turkey, even though after dark, chewing gum is magically transformed like a mo, mo way in the movie Gremlins, who turns into the tintiller monster if they eat after midnight. Next one is the number of four. So this, um, this is in China. So have we seen the number like 13, 7 are frequently assigned with magical signification? Um, in China, they're saying that uh, magical signification or status, depending on the culture in question, for the Chinese, the number 4 is a no-no due to the similarity in pronunciation in Chinese to the word for death. Wow, that was dark. Uh, next one is writing love letters to Juliet Capule. So this is in Italy, uh, Verona, Italy. So in Shakespeare, Romeo and Juliet, the male member of the doomed pair of lovers was known to frequent the foot of Juliet balcony in order to send up his nightly misses of love. Uh, so they're saying that So via Capello, 23, visitors can write their own love letter, even rub the right breast of the nearby statue of Juliet. This is all done in hope of earning her favor in the Romeo of long ago, even if the pair themselves were not so lucky. People actually do that? Oh my god. Okay. No judgment. 
Next one is Curse of the Evil Eye. This one is um, the one that I, in my culture, we talk a lot about it. So it's Mediterranean and Middle East. And my parents are, I don't know if I mentioned this before on the podcast, but my parents are Moroccan. So, you know, Mediterranean. Mediterranean. Anyways, you guys get it. And we talk a lot about like the evil eye and it's it's a very known thing in my family. So it's a common belief that's spanning the Middle East and South Asia that's been held for thousands of years that to achieve too much excess would be to invite anger or inspire the envy of the gods who would then spite the unfortunate individual with a rehearsal of fortune in response to the fear of curse of people across the agent. Um, so evil eye something... So that would, um, which would then help burn off that horrible, untowards fate. So that's why, um, in my family, when something good happens to you, like you have some good news or something just, or like, for example, an interview or a new job or some, something new in your life, um, they're saying that you shouldn't talk to everyone about it because if you tell the person, if you tell everyone about it, then you can get a lot of like evil, like eye, evil spirit, um, bad luck um, come to you. So yeah. And then it's going to like bring you bad luck, basically, because of other people. The next one is tucking thumbs inside of a cemetery in Japan. So like the fear of the word for in China, it's a similar pronunciation for the word death as we already saw uh, the japanese tuck in their thumb the grave of the dead relative this comes from the connection between japanese word for thumbs and its meaning as parent finger to tuck in one's thumb in inside cemetery then to protect one's parents from death okay next one is giving yellow flowers so in russia colors have frequently been inside symbolic signification like black being seen as the color of bad luck red and passion but in russia yellow is seen as problematic because they represent uh infidelity separation or even death Ooh, okay uh sweeping feet so in south america if you be ha- if you happen to be cleaning on a cleaning spree then you will want to steer clear of brooms or at least be careful because south america believe that if your feet are swept over by broom you will remain single for the rest of your life how dramatic huh how dramatic so the curse the curse can be broken if you merely spit on the broom the exact origins we put into all the Nobel legends women who cannot keep keep house does not make a good wife damn okay next one is itchy palms so this is a caribbean superstition so depending on which palm of yours is itching you may find yourself in the caribbean with a bit of extra money to spend or in the red it is commonly believed that an itchy palm means you will owe money soon whether the itch is a right means that money is coming your way there is an explanation that might tell us why the left hand seems to hold passion passive energy and the right hand active energy which somebody could explain the coming in and out of money. Hmm, okay. Wow. That is crazy. That was the end.
that was the end of the stupor superstitions um wow anyway so that was the end of all of these different superstitions from around the world um And often, when it comes to, you know, the left hand, for a lot of people, it's bad luck. The horror of being a left-handed. Because I'm, I'm left-handed, so I'll, every time I hear <laughs> about stories like that, I'm like, wow. That would have been dramatic back then. If I was born in another, like, world, um, year, century, whatever. Okay, so let's move on. Let's see if I can find more superstitions. Maybe. Uh, let's see. this article that says weird and creepy superstitions from around the world so we're gonna read a few and then um then i'm gonna end the episode so basically they're saying the first one let's see so the first one i'm trying to find where is it what what happened anyways i think i lost it one second so We're saying that the first one is in Zimbabwe. If you're kidnapped by a mermaid, by a mermaid, yes, they are believed to exist here, and your family sheds even a tear for you, the mermaid will never return you to your family. Okay. <laughs> what? Okay. So in India, if you leave the house before being swept, You'll never have a successful day. That's and then in Mexico, if you um what are they saying? If you put two mirrors in front of each other, you open like a hole for like the devil. Okay. Afghanistan, you never allow the broom to touch your feet or your parents will die very dramatic uh, never shake hands or kiss across a three hold you will become enemies never wish someone happy birthday before the day arrives okay um, never celebrate a birthday in advance it brings bad luck and this is like um, a Russian superstition in the Philippines you don't get straight if you don't go straight home from a wake you need to make a pit stop somewhere to shake off the bad spirit it can be a coffee shop oh okay so what is wait if you don't you don't go straight home from awake you don't go straight home from awake you need to make okay so you don't go straight home from awake what is awake okay when you get home you need to change your clothes outside before entering the house 
The idea is not to let the bad spirit in or into the house. In Tagalog, we call the practice as Pag Pag, meaning to shake off. What's awake? I have to go read more about that because I do not know what awake is. Do they mean like um, a cemetery? Because um, my family and I <laughs> we would always do that every time we'd go to like to like you know a cemetery. Um, we would never. It was not allowed. My parents always told me you're never allowed to go home. You cannot go home directly after the cemetery. Like we need to go like eat somewhere first, or we need to go somewhere first. We can't like go directly home for whatever reason. Remember, every time we would go to like, you know, the cemetery. Every time my parents were like, okay, let's go eat somewhere. Let's go to the store. Let's go do this and that. Like we can't go straight home because it's bad luck. Like you never go straight home after the cemetery. So that's what I assumed it means. So I went to read what wake means. But I think I have to write... I don't know if that if it means the same thing or like okay, you don't go straight home from awake because you need to go yeah like I remember I used to go to like a fast food place or like a store or just anywhere else but I, like we couldn't go home and if we would bring back like I don't know food or something from from you know the cemetery all the time we needed to like leave it in the car or give it to someone or whatever like we, we never would bring it into our home and i also remember that we also like took off our clothes like when we came home like the clothes were off everything like, was the wash like nothing was like brought into the house directly after we would go to the cemetery it was something that i personally grew up always hearing like don't go straight home after the cemetery don't go straight home after this like you always need to um you always need to like go somewhere else first i guess i don't know if it's like shake off the bad energy or to not let anything into your home i guess um next ones that we're gonna read so the rule of three if you believe oh boy okay the third match like birds and death butterfly souls in the hair Wow, there's a lot of superstitions from different like cultures, countries, you know. Because I remember hearing a lot of superstitions. So like my grandmother would tell me, you know, a most a common one I'm sure everyone heard is like, one day I put like my t-shirt on, you know, backwards, like in like tucked inside out, and she was like, "Oh, you're gonna get you're gonna get a gift today. You're gonna have, you know, like good luck." Um, so sometimes you hear things and you're like, obviously they're not true, you know, some of them, I don't know, but I don't know, I just kind of, we kind of grew up, sometimes we grow up with, um, all these like superstitions and we're like, what are we, like what, what to do and what not to do, you know, I mean the, the, you know, cemetery thing right makes sense like you know when you come back from like a graveyard obviously 
it would be better not to go home straight. Um, so yeah. So I think that's all for the episode of today. Yeah, so that is all for the episode of today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you guys in my next one. I love you all, and good luck to you all on your life journeys. Goodbye. Hi, and welcome back to another episode. And today's topic is going to be um, superstitions from around the world. So in this episode, first of all, happy Saturday to all of you. For those that are listening to this episode on a Saturday, happy Saturday. And yesterday, it was Friday, so yesterday, Friday, I made I made a part one to uh, my, like, spooky, uh, spooky um, episode. And it's going to be a part two of, like, other, like, superstitions and um, it's going to be a part two spooky episode for Halloween since it's the, since it's the month of October. That's what I'm going to be sharing and talking about today in the episode of today. So, I sound maybe a bit weird. I don't know for you guys because my throat really, really hurts. I have like a sore throat. I have a runny nose. I have a little a little cold. A little cold. So, hopefully, it will go away soon because I do not want to be sick. I really don't want to be sick. But, you know, that's life. It happens. As I always mention, life it's full of surprises and you know things can change in an instant as i always mention here on the naomi show so i will begin so let's do it okay so the first superstition that a lot of us heard was let's see oh okay the first one is knocking on wood so in the indo european celtic or possibly British. So basically they're saying that to knock on wood uh, means the actual origin and even meaning of the phrase are as varied as the culture which uses it with some suggestion roots in the Indo-European or Celtic beliefs. So one second guys, I not like the background music. So we're just going to change it. Okay. So they're saying that uh, that spirits are good and bad resident in trees who could be either called upon for protection or chased away by knocking on their homes and other particularly Christians. So likely the practice to the magical power of the wooden crucifix most likely among the differences theory historian have attributed the superstition to the 19th the 19th century british children game called tingy touchwood in which young players claim immunity from being tagged by touching the nearest piece of wood so adults pick up on the habit of the phrase the british still still say touch wood today and the rest is history Okay, so if I understand clearly, touch wood basically means um, it's like touch wood. 
so players claim immunity from being tagged by touching the nearest piece of wood. Interesting. Okay, that's a very that's a very good one. I'm honestly I like that one. Not not too scary, honestly. It's not too scary. I thought it was gonna be like a scary one, but that's good, that's good. I like that one. Next one is throwing salt over your shoulders. So European Christian ancient Romans. Perhaps the most common superstition, at least in West, involves tossing salt over one's shoulders. So the superstitions are inv also involve the idea of warning off like evil spirit. Uh, for example, like the knocking on wood. The first one I read, it's to also um, wander off evil, you know, spirits. In this case, the devil himself in Leonardo da Vinci, The Last Supper, Jesus portrayed portrayer Judas Iscariot. <laughs> what did I say? Anyways, Judas, <laughs> sorry, is portrayed as having accidentally spilled salt since Judah was associated with doing something bad. The argument goes that facto, so was salt and throwing it over your shoulder would blind the devil waiting there okay that kind of makes sense it's not supposed to make sense it's a superstition so i'm not gonna try it i'm not gonna try to make it you know make sense the next one is walking under a ladder so this is a european christian possibly egyptian um that I, that i think many of us heard uh not you know nobody should walk under a ladder it's like the most popular superstition so basically they're saying that the superstition is not wanting to walk under a ladder also has roots in christian symbol holy trinity of the father the son and the holy spirit led to association to the number three with something secret secret the triangle with its three sides came to be regarded as scared as hell <coughs> and a ladder of course forms a triangle sorry guys so naturally to walk under the ladder would be destroyed the sanctity of the trinity and tooth in core punishment okay the next one is basically they're saying that the ladder resemblance to a gallo also didn't help matters nor did the fact of the obvious danger of something falling from it finally the egyptian apparently thought that one might accidentally spot a god going up or down the ladder so it so they avoided it must have made building all those tall pyramids pyramids difficult that is not a lie next one is broken mirror this one is obviously very popular so ancient greek roman and european so the belief that a broken mirror brings bad luck mostly had its origin in a simple fact that the reflection of ourselves are uncanny and often un unnerving, particularly on a bad hair day. So humans have long had bad association with them. Take for example the Greek myth of Narcissus or the idea that crack and mirror would somehow break its charm or trap one's soul. So they're also saying that would bring like seven years of bad luck since it was believed that only poor health would cause a mirror to crack and the number seven was seen by the romans as the number of years required to complete a full life cycle of sickness and renewal so as a result a broken mirror meant you were headed towards death uh, a death spiral that might take seven years to pull yourself out of it 
Next is spot on a crack, break your mother's back. So, sorry, I said stop. Step on a crack, break your mother's back. So it's an African and European uh, folk row. So they're saying another superstition involving folk lore. Folk... <laughs> I cannot anymore. I cannot spell, like I cannot pronounce words. Uh, folk core, right? How do you pronounce this? Oh my god. How do you pronounce this word? Let's see, how do you, how does Google? Folklore. Oh. Folklore. So this is in French. Folklore. Folklore. <laughs> so here they're saying, they continue, they're saying so, um, involving something cracked or broken, being associated with bad luck. So the superstition of stepping on a crack as foretelling or even causing harm to a family member as with mirrors cracks in the earth on a sidewalk or almost anywhere has been seen as portal in like another supernatural world. Next one is Lucky Penny. So it's an ancient Roman and English American superstition. So the idea that finding a penny would bring good luck also originated in folks belief. In this case, based on the idea that metal, regarded by many ancient cultures as quite valuable, was sent by the gods to protect those who they favored. Lucky Horseshoe. So this is ancient Roman, Celtic, British, European. Another object commonly thought to be lucky in the horseshoe, earliest origin of the horseshoe function as good luck charm, reside in its volvo shape as the invocation of the pagan pagan moon goddess diana and her wow and her secret vulva <coughs> okay uh, as with pennies metal being seen as both valuable magical iron it particularly was thought by early europeans as something capable of warding off evil spirits as with the romans and the lucky numbers seven horseshoe frequently featured seven male holes so it's most it's famous story and it brings good luck however it refers to the story of saint dustin who apparently worked as a blacksmith prior to attaining sainthood the story goes that one day the evil rode into the dustin shop requesting new shoes for his horse. So Dustin, recognizing the devils, played it off as rather nailing the shoes to the horse, nailing onto the devil's foot. Next one is Friday the 13th. I'm sure we all heard of this superstition. So it's a European Christian um, superstition. So like the number seven for the Romans um, has been a very like, you know, lucky number. Uh, the number 13 is rather unlucky. The number 12 has frequently been seen as positive because 12 months of the years and 12 sign of the zodiac, for example, 12 days of Christmas and 12th tribe of, of Israel. Naturally making the in its nearest neighbor neighboring number to the north negative. So basically they're saying that 13 is also seen as unlucky because once again, the great portrayer Judas was the 13th member of the dinner party that led to Christ's crucifixion. 
crucifixion. I cannot, I cannot. How do I not know how to say this? Crucify. Anyways, I'm gonna figure that out. Okay. Because I know in French the word, but what's it? What's in English? How do you even say it? Crucifixion. 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 Why is it French though? Crucifixion. Anyways, so that was the day where, you know, Jesus Christ got crucified. Um, he really couldn't catch a break, they're saying. So, of October 1307, King Philip of France was arrested and put to death a hundred of the Templar knights. So, that's why on the 13th, it's like bad luck because a lot of things happened on that day. Yeah. Obviously, the next one is very common, very popular, the black cats. So, it's a European... Uh, superstition so they're saying that oh i lost it uh they're saying though cats have often been associated with good luck rather than its opposition than its opposite what am i saying or even worship as god in ancient egypt things took a turn for the worse for our dark colored felon friends sometimes around the dark ages when in 1232 add a papal bull by pope declared that an incarnation of Satan. So you're saying that the black cat is like reincarnated as an evil, you know, the evil devil, Satan. Uh, the next one is fingers crossed Western European pagan and Christian. So being uh, good luck comes from pre-Christian times in Western Europe when the practice of making a cross with your own and the index finger of another person was fought to concentrate the force of good spirit and seal a pact of wish with the fellow crosser. Next one is chewing gum at night. This is a turkey, um, turkey-like superstition. Have you ever had a rational fear of accidentally consuming dead flesh? Well, in Turkey, even though after dark, chewing gum is magically transformed like a mo-way mo in the movie Gremlins, who turns into the tintiller monster if they eat after midnight next one is the number of four so this is um this is in china so have we seen the number like 13 7 are frequently assigned with magical signification um in china they're saying that uh magical signification or status depending on the culture in question for the chinese the number four is a no-no due to the similarity in pronunciation in chinese to the word for death. Wow, that was dark. Uh, next one is writing love letters to Juliet Capule. So this is in Italy, uh, Verona, Italy. So in Shakespeare, Romeo and Juliet, the male member of the doomed pair of lovers was known to frequent the foot of Juliet balcony in order to send up his nightly misses of love uh, so they're saying that 
Sylvia Capello, 23. Visitors can write their own love letter, even rub the right breast of the nearby statue of Juliet. This is all done in hope of earning her favor in the Romeo of long ago, even if the pair themselves were not so lucky. People actually do that? Oh my god. Okay. No judgment. Next one is Curse of the Evil Eye. This one is um, the one that I... In my culture, we talk a lot about it. So it's Mediterranean and Middle East. And my parents are... I don't know if I mentioned this before. On the podcast, but my parents are Moroccan. So, you know, Mediterranean. Mediterranean. Anyways, you guys get it. And we talk a lot about, like, the evil eye and... It's, it's a very known thing in my family. So it's a common belief that's spanning the Middle East and South Asia that's been held for thousands of years that to achieve too much excess would be to invite anger or inspire the envy of the gods who would then spite the unfortunate individual with a rehearsal of fortune in response to the fear of curse of people across the agent. Um, so evil eye something... So that would, um, which would then help burn off that horrible, untowards fate. So that's why, um, in my family, when something good happens to you, like you have some good news or something just, or like, for example, an interview or a new job or some, something new in your life, um, they're saying that you shouldn't talk to everyone about it because if you tell a person, if you tell everyone about it, then you can get a lot of like evil, like I, evil spirit, um, bad luck um, come to you. So, yeah. And then it's going to like bring you bad luck, basically, because of other people. The next one is tucking thumbs inside of a cemetery in Japan. So, like the fear of the word for in China, it's a similar pronunciation for the word death as we already saw uh, the japanese tuck in their thumb the grave of the dead relative this comes from the connection between japanese word for thumbs and its meaning as parent finger to tuck in one's thumb in inside cemetery then to protect one's parents from death okay next one is giving yellow flowers so in russia colors have frequently been inside symbolic signification like black being seen as the color of bad luck red and passion but in russia yellow is seen as problematic because they represent uh infidelity separation or even death Ooh, okay uh sweeping feet so in south america if you be ha- if you happen to be cleaning on a cleaning spree then you will want to steer clear of brooms or at least be careful because south america believe that if your feet are swept over by broom you will remain single for the rest of your life how dramatic huh how dramatic so the curse the curse can be broken if you merely spit on the broom the exact origins we put into all the Nobel legends women who cannot keep keep house does not make a good wife damn okay next one is itchy palms so this is a caribbean superstition so depending on which palm of yours is itching you may find yourself in the caribbean with a bit of extra money to spend or in the red it is commonly believed that an itchy palm means you will owe money soon whether the itch is a right means that money is coming your way 
there is an explanation that might tell us why the left hand seems to hold passion, passive energy, and the right hand, active energy, which somebody could explain. The coming in and out of money. Hmm, okay. Wow. That is crazy. That was the end. That was the end of the stupor superstitions. Um, wow. Anyway, so that was the end of all of these different superstitions from around the world. Um, and often when it comes to, you know, the left hand, for a lot of people, it's bad luck. The horror of being a left-handed, because I'm, I'm left-handed, so I'll, every time I hear <laughs> about stories like that, I'm like, wow that have been dramatic back then if i was born in another like world um year century whatever okay so let's move on let's see if i can find more superstitions maybe Let's see. So I found this article that says weird and creepy superstitions from around the world. So we're going to read a few and then, um, then I'm going to end the episode. So basically they're saying the first one. Let's see. So the first one I'm trying to find. Where is it? What happened? Anyways, I think I lost it. One second. So. So we're saying that the first one is in Zimbabwe. If you're kidnapped by a mermaid. By a mermaid. Yes, they are believed to exist here. And your family sheds even a tear for you. The mermaid will never return you to your family. Okay. <laughs> what? Okay. So in India, if you leave the house before being swept, you'll never have a successful day. That's and then in Mexico, if you um what are they saying? If you put two mirrors in front of each other, you open like a hole for like the devil okay afghanistan you never allow the broom to touch your feet or your parents will die very dramatic uh never shake hands or kiss across a three hold you will become enemies never wish someone happy birthday before the day arrives okay um never celebrate a birthday in advance it brings bad luck and this is like um a russian superstition in the philippines you don't get straight if you don't go straight home from a wake you need to make a pit stop somewhere to shake off the bad spirit it can be a coffee shop oh okay 
So what is wait? If you don't, you don't go straight home from awake. You don't go straight home from awake. Need to make okay. So you don't go straight home from awake. What is awake? Okay. When you get home, you need to change your clothes outside before entering the house. The idea is not to let the bad spirit in or enter the house. In Tagalog, we call the practice as pag pag, meaning to shake off. What's awake? I have to go read more about that because I do not know what awake is. Do they mean like um, a cemetery? Because um, my family and I <laughs> would always do that every time we'd go to like, to like, you know, a cemetery. Um, we would never, it was not allowed, my parents always told me, you're never allowed to go home. You cannot go home directly after the cemetery. Like, we need to go, like, eat somewhere first, or we need to go somewhere first. We can't, like, go directly home for whatever reason. Remember, every time we would go to, like, you know, the cemetery, every time my parents were like, okay, let's go eat somewhere, let's go to the store, let's go do this and that, like, we can't go straight home. Because it's bad luck. Like, you never go straight home after the cemetery. So that's what I assumed it means. So I went to read what wake means. But I think I have to write. I don't know. If, that, if it means the same thing. Or like, okay, you don't go straight home from awake because you need to go yeah like i remember i used to go to like a fast food place or like a store or just anywhere else but I, like we couldn't go home and if we would bring back like i don't know food or something from from you know the cemetery all the time we needed to like leave it in the car or give it to someone or whatever like we, we never would bring it into our home and i also remember that we also like took off our clothes like when we came home like the clothes were off everything like, was still washed like nothing was like brought into the house directly after we would go to the cemetery it was something that i personally grew up always hearing like don't go straight home after the cemetery don't go straight home after this like you always need to um you always need to like go somewhere else first guess i don't know if it's like shake off the bad energy or to not let anything into your home i guess um next one that we're gonna read so the rule of three if you believe oh boy okay the third match like birds and death butterfly souls in the hair wow there's a lot of superstitions from different like cultures countries you know because i remember hearing a lot of superstitions so like my grandmother would tell me you know a most a common one i'm sure everyone heard is like one day i put like my t-shirt on you know backwards like in like tucked inside out and she was like oh you're gonna get you're gonna get a gift today you're gonna have you know like good luck um so sometimes you hear things and like Obviously, they're not true, you know, some of them. I don't know. But I don't know, I just kind of, we kind of grew up. Sometimes we grow up with um, all these, like, superstitions. And we're like, what are we, 
like what what to do and what not to do you know i mean the the you know cemetery thing right makes sense like you know when you come back from like a graveyard obviously it would be better not to go home straight um So yeah, so I think that's all for the episode of today. Yeah, so that is all for the episode of today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you guys in my next one. I love you all, and good luck to you all on your life journeys. Goodbye. <laughs>